0: Hey guys, it's Wednesday night, April 1st. Tonight, Palir was supposed to be with us, but obviously that hasn't hasn't panned out. But just thankful that you guys are with me tonight. Thankful that you're taking the time to do this study with me. Um, God is doing a great work through this Philippians study. I'm really excited to see what we have for, what God has for us tonight. Uh, Christine is doing much better. Thank you guys for all the prayers. Um, she, uh, had a, a good dinner tonight. She's uh, resting. Um, fever's been down for the last two days. So we praise the Lord for that. So thank you guys for all your continued prayers. Uh, the Lord is working tremendously through it. All right. Well, let's jump into our study because I have a lot to cover with you guys tonight. Make sure you have your Bible. You should have read the book of Philippians this week. Should have read it this week. Um, very thankful for, uh, this book and the way it's worked in my life and give us a little bit of update. We're going to kind of do a review of last week to make sure we're all on the same page. So last week, we continued kind of addressing the struggle between the flesh and the spirit, right? We talked about that aspect of focusing on having the mind of Christ and what that would require of you and I, right? We talked about the aspect of God's willingness to forgive us, and then sometimes the difficulty of receiving that forgiveness, but really more importantly, we talked about that problem we struggle with, which is forgiving other people. Um, So we saw that issue, and that led us really to that Concept of uh, that inability to forgive is linked to pride, right? It's focused and driven by our pride, and we looked at the ramifications of us not forgiving others, right? We looked at Matthew six fifteen, just as one small example. It Says, "But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses." Right. So we looked at that aspect. Uh, what we saw then was, uh, you know, the whole aspect of with withholding forgiveness that God holds accountable. And we talked about the fact that that actually really was picturing the judgment seat of Christ, how we would lose rewards that we laid up in heaven through our efforts for the cause of Christ. Um, this Understanding this as we kind of finished up last week, um, we looked at really the challenge of um, each individual kind of, each of us individually during the week uh, being willing to go back to people that maybe we need to forgive. And I challenge you guys to do that, to to figure out if you had bitterness against somebody, if you had someone that you had had wronged you in the past, and I asked you to forgive them this week and set yourself free from that. All right. So that gives us a little bit of an update of where we were. I'm going to pray for us real quick, and then we're going to jump into our lesson for tonight. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for today, and God, uh, as our world is uh, dealing with something that's never dealt with before, a pandemic none of us have ever experienced, God, we do thank you for the internet. We thank you for the op- option that we do have, Father, to meet uh, virtually, that we might be able to share time together as a church and as a body, Father, that we might grow in the word of God. Thank you for this Philippian study, Lord, as we continue to grow in our understanding of who you are and, Lord, what your expectations for us are. Thank you, Lord, for this study called Always Rejoicing, Lord, and learning how to deal with adversity, how fitting. Uh, that is, we're learning how to uh, celebrate God and to see you working through adversity, God. And we do praise you for this uh, study. Praise you, Lord, for what you're doing in our families, in our church, in our country, and in our individual lives, Father. Just believe with us now, guide us, and direct us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. You, as, we, as we've as we been talked about last week, we were in Philippians 2. Um, we're going to be verses uh, 5 through, I believe, 8. Or tonight, we're going to be, again, focusing on that verse 5, right? And that verse 5 is very, very key. Right, We talked about the fact that last week, obviously, that issue of forgiveness. And one thing that's really wonderful to know is the fact that God loves us, and he is ready and willing to forgive us right where we are, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, First John one nine, And we know that verse says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we know the heart of God is to forgive. So let's be sure that we're constantly working on getting rid of that issues. If we don't have forgiveness in our lives, we need to address that and, and deal with it as soon as we possibly can. We want to make sure we make things right with those around us and right with God by not dealing with this unforgiveness and when we do that guess what we get the mind of the savior right that's the goal that's as we're working our way through this study so that Philippians 2: 5 says let this mind be in you which is also in Christ right this mind be in you so we're trying to have a mind of Christ and as we discussed before <clears throat> in order for us to have the mind of Christ right our minds have to be renewed through the word of God right Colossians chapter number three. Verse 16 says this, Colossians 3, 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, right? In all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord, right? So it's dwell in you richly, right? Dwell in you richly in all wisdom with the word of Christ, the word of God, right? We want God's words to speak to our hearts. And it says here, Psalms. And what's interesting is we're going to focus on a Psalm tonight. We're going to do something we've never done before. We're going to walk through an entire Psalm that's uh, actually the longest Psalm, the longest (laughs) chapter in the entire uh, Bible. Um, But we look at this, uh, what's really interesting about Psalm 119, which is what we're going to look at tonight, is the fact that it shouts of God's love or David's love and dependence Upon the Word of God. And that's what I really want us to focus on tonight that dependence upon the Word of God and a love for the Word of God. Now, if you were in our study, the the 10 Key Study that we did with Pastor Mark Trotter that we did on Wednesday nights, one of the things we talked about in that 10 Key Study, right, is mentioned in Revelations chapter number 3, verse 7. Revelations 3, verse 7. It says, And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, write these things, saith, He that is holy, he that is true, He that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. And we read that scripture. What it's talking about is someone who is living for God, that loves the Lord, who has a heart for him. He says, he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, right? And we, we study in this scripture, it talks about, it says that it's written to the church of Philadelphia. And as we look at the church ages, that church of Philadelphia, Philadelphia means brotherly love. And during the time period of the Church of Philadelphia, and what we look at for the church age, that was the time of the greatest revivals on the earth. It was a time of incredible. Missions exploded across this planet, across the world. And it was all fueled. All these incredible things that were done during that time period were all fueled by one thing, and it was a burning love for God's Word. A burning love for God's Word. A willingness to stand for it, to share it, and to care about their brother man, their 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 uh, their fellow man. In Isaiah 22, verses 20, 22 says this, and this is referring again to the key of David that shows up twice in the scripture, once there in Revelations 3, 7, and again, i will show up again in Isaiah 22, 2. And it says, and the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder. Notice this, so he shall open, and none shall shut, and he shall shut and none shall open. It makes the exact same verbiage, openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth, right? It's the same picture. What it's talking about is revealing through the scripture. It's talking about through the love of God, God opening up the mysteries of the word of God. So the key of David is the key to opening up the scriptures to be able to see what God has for us, to understand the deep things of God, the mysteries in the word of God. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So the key of David is a love of God's word. It is a love of God's word. Now, because this was David's key, right? It makes sense for us to kind of examine David's heart, right? And look at David's mind when it came to the word of God. If we wanna have the same key that he did and have it for ourselves, right? And there is no place better to look than in Psalm 119 what's interesting about this psalm is guess it is the longest chapter in the entire Bible no doubt about it it has 176 verses um, but what's also interesting about it is actually it was originally written as an acrostic poem so what you'll find is there's a pattern designed in it it's broken up into 22 different sections each section has eight verses those each section is representative of one of the Hebrew letters of the alphabet right and the Hebrew alphabet has 22 letters and as we go through this Tonight, I'm going to actually give you the Hebrew letter before each one of the eight verses. And I'm also going to give you kind of a little title that kind of gives you an idea of what these verses are going to be about. I'm going to read this entire thing to you. I need you to turn to Psalm 119, verse 1. Psalm 119, verse 1. And we're going to be in this for a little while. You guys, bear with me. Don't lose track. Follow along with me in the scripture. These words will jump off the page. If you let the Spirit of God speak to you, they will jump off the page and you will get a picture of David's heart and the heart that you and I need to have in order to have the key of David, okay? So let's read this together. Let's let's just let this word deal with our hearts and speak to us so that we might be who God wants us to be and we can have that key. And man, just, ah, I'm excited. All right, so I'm going to get started reading. Pay attention. Here we go. This first one, the letter is Aleph, Aleph, A-L-E-P-H. Keeping God's law. Each of these little titles I'm going to give you, this is just my own titles for this, but it kind of gives you an idea of what these eight verses are going to be out. Keeping God's law. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, that seek, my computer's doing something. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways, right? Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently, man. Stay at it. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart. When I shall have learned thy righteous judgments, I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Lex letter, Beth, B-T-H, purity in the law. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed? Thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. O let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all and the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches." I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Listen to this statements. These are this awesome. Next letter, Gemel, G-I-M-E-L, seeing God's law. Deal bountifully with thy servant that I may live and keep thy word. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. I am a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me. My soul breaketh for the longing that it hath unto thy judgments at all times. Thou hast rebuked the proud that are cursed, which do err from thy commandments. Remove from me reproach and contempt, for I have kept thy testimonies. Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. Even though I was being oppressed, I was still staying focused. Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. Next letter. Daleth understanding God's law, my soul cleaveth unto the dust, quicken thou me according to thy word, I have declared my ways, and thou heardest me, teach me thy statutes, make me to understand the path of thy precepts, so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. He says, man, help me to learn it so I can tell others, my soul melteth for heaviness, strengthen strengtheneth strengthen thou me according unto thy word, remove from me the way of lying. And grant me thy law graciously. I have chosen the way of truth, thy judgments have I laid before me. I have stuck unto the test unto thy testimonies. O Lord, put me not to shame. I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. He H. E. Living God's law. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law, yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Listen to that. Take me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Incline mine heart unto thy testimonies, and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eye from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. That word quickeneth means bring to life. Establish thy word unto thy servant, who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach, will I, which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. Bring me to life in the righteousness of god thou vau salvation through god's law let thy mercies let thy mercies come also unto me o lord even thy salvation according to thy word so shall i have wherewith to answer him that reproacheth me for i trust in thy word And take not the word of truth utterly out of my mouth, for I have hoped in thy judgments. So shall I keep thy law continually forever and ever, and I will walk at liberty, for I seek thy precepts. I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings, and will not be ashamed. Check that out. And I will delight myself in thy commandments, which I have loved. Oh, yes, he's loved it. My hands also will I lift up unto thy commandments, which I have loved, and I will meditate in thy statutes. Praise God. Zain, Z-A-I-N, comfort in God's law. Remember the word unto thy servant upon which thou hast caused me to hope, right? This is about comfort. This is my comfort in my affliction for thy word hath quickened me, man, brought me to life. The proud have had me greatly in derision, yet have I not declined from thy law. Even though I'm underneath stress, he says, you know, I'm not going to turn, I'm never going to turn my back. I remember thy judgments of old, O Lord, and I have comforted myself. Horror hath taken hold upon me because of the wicked for that forsake thy law. Thy statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have focused on the goodness of God. I have remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night and have kept thy law. This I had because I kept thy precepts. Man, I had that to hold on to because I hold on to God's word. Cheth, C-H-E-T-H. The Lord is our portion. Thou art my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep thy words. I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. The bands of the wicked have robbed me. But I have not forgotten thy law. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that keep thy precepts. The earth, O Lord, is full of thy mercy. Teach me thy statutes. God is our portion, man. He's our portion, praise God. Teth, T-E-T-H. Learning about, this is learning through affliction. Thou hast dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according unto thy word. Teach me, God, judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. Listen to this. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as, a, as, is, is as fat as grease but I delight in thy law, right? It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. Listen to this, guys. You and I are facing a physical affliction right now. The world has got something we're dealing with. All of us are struggling against this this coronavirus and the things that are taking place. There's fear in the world. We get sometimes ridiculed by people, maybe even fun of people, especially if you're on the internet, man. People are, are unkind. But what's so awesome is that God, through affliction, teaches us how to trust him. I love that line in 71. It says, it is good for me that I have been afflicted. He says, look, it is good for me that I've gone through hard times. It's good for me that I've gone through oppression. It's good for me that I've gone through stress. It's good for me that I've gone through fear. It's good for me that I've gone through depression. It's good for me that I've gone through these hardships because it's through these hardships, right? That I might learn thy statutes, that I might learn that God is who he says he is and that God is faithful and then he can be trusted. Praise the Lord. I'm a living testimony of the fact that I have gone through times in my life that I thought I would be destroyed. But I'm telling you, man, God is faithful. He's faithful. Life's not always going to be peaches and cream. It's not always going to go smoothly. But you know what? When it does go south, the good news is, see, in those moments, we have two choices. We can turn to God and receive his comfort and walk with him through it. Or we can turn away from him. If we turn away from him, I can guarantee you, you will walk it alone. You'll feel alone. Now, if you're a child of God, God will never leave you. But you can choose to walk away from him. But the beautiful thing is, when you're ready to come back, he will be waiting on you. Praise God. And this little phrase here, man, if you focus on 71, man. one it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes, right? Romans 5 says, tribulation worketh patience, patience experience, and experience hope. That tribulation is a gateway to hope, which is understanding who God really is. Number 72. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. He says, look, the things of this world are of no worth compared to this word, praise God. John, J-O-D, confidence in the law. Number 73, verse 73. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me because I have hoped in thy word. And this is hope is in the word. I know O oh Lord, that thy judgments are right and that thou in, the, in faithfulness has afflicted me, right? You're allowed this in my life for a purpose. Let I pray thee, thy merciful kindness, be for my comfort according to thy word unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come upon me that I may live for thy law is my delight. Praise the Lord. Let the proud be ashamed for they dealt perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Do you notice this theme again and again and again? No matter what happens, no matter what he faces, no matter what he goes through, I will focus on the Word of God. It's the Word of God, the Word of God, the Word of God. Man, that theme is going to be screamed out to us tonight. Screamed out to us. I don't know where I am. I got excited. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, and I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause." but I will meditate in thy precepts. He's like, I'm getting wrongly accused, but I'm gonna meditate on thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes that I be not ashamed. Praise God. Caff, C-A-P-H, a longing for comfort. My soul fainted for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. Mine eyes fill for thy word, saying, when wilt thou comfort me? Right? He's longing for comfort. When wilt thou comfort me? But I am come like a bottle in the smoke, yet do I not forget thy statutes. Man, I feel lost Yet I don't forget the statutes. How many are the days of thy servant? He says, look, how long am I going to live, God? How much longer is this going to go on? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? How much longer have I got to suffer? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. These people are unlawful. They're, they're ungodly people, and they're the ones that are oppressing me. What, how much long longer do I have to suffer this? All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongly. Help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me, bring me to life, God. After thy loving kindness show, shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. Lamed, L-A-M-E-D, God's unchangeable law. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Listen to that one, man. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. In heaven, it is immutable, it is unchangeable, just like God. The faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abideth. They continue this day according to thine ordinances, for all are thy servants. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine afflictions. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them. Thou hast quickened me. He says, look, man, I'd be dead without you, God, but I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. Praise God. I am thine. Save me, for I have sought thy precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. I have seen an end of all perfection, but my commandment is exceeding broad. Man, he says, when he says, consider thy testimonies, he's saying, look, I will not forget. I will not forget mem the letter mem, mem the love of god's law oh how i love thy law listen to 97 oh how i love thy law it is my meditation all the day he says man that's my focus that's where i spend my time focus on the word no matter what the world throws at me no matter what i face that's my meditation that's my focus because i walk in the promises of god i walk by faith and not by sight praise god verse 98 thou through thy commandments hast made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. He's talking about the precepts, not the enemies. He's saying, look, the commandments, they're with me. He's learned the word of God. I have more understanding than all my teachers for thy testimonies are my meditation. He says, look, I focus on the word of God. I know more even than those that try to teach me. I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. I know more than, than, than the ancients. I know more than anybody else because I'm focused on the word of God. True wisdom comes from God's word. Verse 101, he says, I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I might keep thy word. He understands the fight against the flesh and the spirit, right? He's going to feed his spirit. I have not departed from thy judgments, for thou hast taught me. How sweet are thy words. I love this one, man. Listen to this, 103. How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Man, man. The sweetness of God's word, man. When you find a morsel in this scripture and you're reading something and it stands out to you and all of a sudden, buddy, it tastes like you just, oh, had the greatest treat in the world. It just, it's just so sweet in your mouth, man. But the Bible also warns that sometimes when it's sweet in our mouth, it's gonna be bitter in our belly because when we, we make a, wow, that's a great morsel, but once it gets in, we're like, man, that's a little bit hard to apply. When you hear that thing about being bitter in the belly, that's what it's talking about. You gotta apply it, right? This is not just for information. Remember, the Bible is for transformation. We wanna grow Verse number 104 Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Listen to that. You have the heart of, if we have the mind of Christ, guess what? He hates sin. Again, he says here, Through thy precepts I get understanding. I have an understanding of who God and where God is and how God thinks. And listen to this, therefore, because I understand, because I know the way God thinks, therefore I hate every false way. God hates sin, and we need to hate sin, not the sinner. We love the center. We love the people that are, because guess what? We were just like them. Someone's lost in sin, man. Our job's not to judge them. It's not to put them down. It's not to run them down. It's to love them right where they are. We hate what they're doing because we know how destructive it is to them, but also how it hurts God. So we reach out to them in love. Next letter, nun, in in. God's law as a guiding light. Oh, this is one everybody should know. 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my feet path, man. It is a guiding light. Verse 106, I have sworn and I will perform it and I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word, except I beseech thee, I beg the free will offering of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me. Yet I erred not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. I'm committed to God's word till the very end. Samech, samech, S-A-M-E-C-H. God's law is a hiding place. God's law is a hiding place. Listen to this, verse 113. I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Vain thoughts mean things that don't have any value. They're wasted. He says, I hate vain thoughts. If they're not applying to the word of God, they're vain. They're of waste. But thy law do I love. Verse 114, he says, thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word, man. Walking by faith and not by sight. You go, Dave. Depart from me, ye evildoers. Dave, David, uh, not me, David, that David. Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according unto thy word, that I may live, and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe, and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross, therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy Judgments, a respect of God. I have done judgment and justice. Leave me not to mine oppressors. Ain a i n to love God's law. One twenty two. Be surety for thy servants for good. Let not the proud oppress me. Mine eyes feel for thy salvation, for the word of thy of thy uh, for and for the word of thy righteousness. Deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy, and teach me thy statutes. I am thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimonies. It is time for thee, Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. Therefore, I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. He says, look, it's more valuable than anything else in the world. Therefore, in verse 128, Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. Do we see something happen here? There's a recurring theme of loving God, loving his word, and hating falsehoods, hating sin, right? Hating sin, pay, pay. It's letter pe keeping god's law 129 thy testimonies are wonderful therefore doth my soul keep them the entrance of thy words giveth light it giveth understanding unto the simple unto the simple guess what that's me i am simple Praise God that he gives it to the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I long for thy commandments. You think about that, right? That at panting, what it means is like you're dying of thirst. You're dying of thirst. You're, you feel like you're gonna die and all of a sudden somebody offers you a drink of water and it's that just desire for that drink. It's the desire. That's what it's about. I opened my mouth and panted, for I long for thy commandments. Man, I desire God's word. You should wake up in the morning, and man. You should have a desire in your heart. You should be thirsty for God's word. If you're not, man, work on your relationship with God. Work on your understanding of this word. Fall in love with Jesus. If you have the key of David, I promise you will wake up thirsty for the word. Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me as thou usest to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word and let not in my, any iniquity have dominion over me. Listen to that. Order my steps in thy word. Let me direct my life according to God's word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Don't let sin have control over my life. The Bible warns it says, don't give place to the devil. That means don't give him control or power in your life. Verse 134, deliver me from the oppression of man. So will I keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. Rivers of waters run down my eyes because they keep not thy law. David is heartbroken because of those that don't keep the law, that they live in opposition to God or, or, they, or they are God's children, but they they live in opposition. And we live in a world today where there are so many Christians that live outside of God's will. And it, David is heartbroken over it. And it has to be the heart that we have. We have to be heartbroken over people that are supposed to be honoring God if there's ever been a time in this world when people have been blessed. We've been given so much. We've been provided so much. And people look for nothing but reasons to complain against God. And they live in opposition to his law. They live in opposition to his law. And then they want to complain and blame everything on God when it's our own fault. Rivers of waters run down mine eyes because they keep not thy law. That breaks his heart, man. And if you love God, it should break your heart. Tezadi, verse 137. God's law is true. Righteous art thou, O Lord, and upright are thy judgments. Thy testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. My zeal hath consumed me, because mine eyes hath forgotten thy words. Thy pure, this is thy word, is very pure. Therefore, thy servant loveth it. Thy word is very pure. Therefore, thy servant loveth it. I am small and despised, yet do I not forget thy precepts. No matter what the world thinks, it does not matter. I'm going to love you, Lord. I'm going to keep. Faithful to Your word, I am small and despised. Yet do I, yet do not I, forget Thy precepts? Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and Thy law is the truth. Trouble and anguish have taken hold on me. Yet Thy commandments are my delights. The righteousness of Thy testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding, and I shall live. Let me live based upon God's word, and not worry about anything else. Koph, K-O-P-H, a cry for salvation. Verse one forty-five. I cry with my whole heart, Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. I cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. I prevented the dawning, the dawning of the morning, and cried, I hope in thy word. Mine eyes prevent the night watches, and I might meditate, meditate in thy word. He says, Look, I'm, sta- I'm up, I'm up early in the morning, I'm staying up all night long, meditating in the word of God. Hear my voice according unto thy loving kindness, O Lord, quicken me. According to thy judgment, they draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from thy law. These people are ungodly people. Thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth. Concerning thy testimonies I have known of old, and thou hast founded them forever. Your word will stand. Resh, keeping God's law in adversity. 153, consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy law. Consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy law. I hold on to your word in the toughest of times. Plead my cause and deliver me. Quicken me according to thy word. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. Great are thy tender mercies, O Lord. Quicken me according to thy judgments. Many are my persecutors and mine enemies, yet do I not decline from thy testimonies. I beheld the transgressors and was grieved because they kept not thy word. Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord. According to thy loving kindness, thy word is true from the beginning and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. I can count on you, Lord. I might not be able to count on anything. I might not be able to count upon my circumstance. I might look out and see the world is frightening and I'm scared. But boy, I can hold on to you, God, because you know what? Your faith, your righteous judgments endureth forever. Shin, peace in keeping God's law. Princes have persecuted me without a cause but my heart standeth in awe of thy word. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. I hate and abhor lying, but by, but thy law do I love. Listen to that again. I hate and abhor lying. I hate sin, but thy law do I love. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments, man. Great peace have they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Oh, Yes. So many people are so easily offended by everything around them. We should not be offended because God, great peace we have because we are living for God, not for this world. 166. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies for all my ways. On our last letter. Sorry about that. Someone called me on my phone and that's why you disappeared for a second, but I'm back. Tau, T A U, praying. For understanding, let my cry come near before thee, O Lord. Give me understanding according to thy word. Let my supplication come before thee. Deliver me according to thy word. My lips shall utter praise when thou hast taught me thy statutes. My tongue shall speak of thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. Let thine hand help me, for I have chosen thy precepts. I have longed for thy salvation, O Lord, and thy law is my delight let my soul live and it shall praise thee and let thy judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant for I do not forget thy commandments. How awesome is this? How awesome is this? Psalm 119, man, you want to see the heart of God or the heart of of someone needs to have towards God. That is David's heart towards God and God's word. You'll see here, yes, he loves God, no doubt about it. It's quite obvious that he loves God. But boy, way more importantly and way more clear is we see a crystal clear picture that God, that David loves God's word. He is absolutely committed to God's word. God left his word for that purpose for us. You and I need to love his word, right? And it's through the same heart, through the same heart that David had, that key of David, right? That we would love God's holy word. And what's awesome is when we love His Word, the Spirit of God that lives within us, guess what? He starts to open up those things, the mysteries. The Spirit of God opens the mysteries of the Scripture, and He shows us through the Bible, man. And then as we start to get, as we start to see these things, and we start to fall in love with the Word, and we start to, to get more of an excitement for it, and we start to spend start to more time in it, guess what? We start to think more like the Lord Jesus Christ. We start seeing sin the way He sees it. We hate sin. We start valuing the lost. We value the lost and we see them the way he does. Not with judgmental eyes, but with eyes of love and eyes of compassion. We honor God. We understand who we're accountable to. We understand who we represent. We understand who it is we should be thankful thankful to. And we honor God the way that we saw the Lord honor God. If we have the mind of Christ, we will see see the way he sees, hear the way he hears, value what he values, and honor what he honors. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And it won't be until we renew our minds through the study of the word of God that will possess the mind of Christ. That's the only way, is through studying that word, rightly dividing the word of truth, right? Rightly dividing it so we understand the word. See, but when we do, the new thing, the cool thing is our new nature will be displayed, which is the the title of the section we're in. Our new nature will be displayed. Because what? When we do finally start to think the way he thinks and act the way he acts and and do the things that he does. Oh, and with that renewed mind and that new nature and the mind of Christ, all of a sudden you and I get to the point in time we finally start to earn the title of Christian. 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 That's to be Christ-like. Doesn't mean we just call ourselves a Christian. It means that our life, the conversation of our life, speaks volumes to the world because we think, act, respond, and care for the world like Jesus does. That's the end of our study tonight. I'm excited for tomorrow. Look at this. We did good on time too. I thought we'd go long. Praise the Lord, we're right on time. Thankful for you guys. Thank you for being faithful to come out with me every Wednesday night. I hope this was a blessing to you. Focus. Go back and read that Psalm 119. I'm telling you, it is awesome. Take the time to read the book of Philippians this week again. Just read those books, all uh, all of Philippians through. It shouldn't take you about 15 minutes just to be familiar with it as we continue. I promise next week we're going to make some some advancements in the book. We just needed to get that under our belt so we fully understood what it meant to have the mind of Christ and what that key of David, why it was so very, very important in order for us to meet, to, to, to reach that milestone of starting to think and act and respond the way the Lord does. So thank you guys for being with me. I'm going to pray for us right now and I'm going to let you go. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for today. God, I thank you so much for my brothers and sisters that are on with me tonight. And God, thank you for the work that you have done in our lives through this study. Lord, I pray that you just help us, uh, God, to really understand how important it is for us to love the word of God, how important it is, God, that we would focus our hearts upon receiving from you what you had for us. Lord, you tell us that the Bible is a spiritually discerned, that the natural man can understand the word of God because it is spiritually discerned. As children of God, Lord, we have the spirit of God that lives within us. And there is nothing in this book that cannot be revealed to us, God. You will open up the mysteries. You say, I have not seen nor ear hath heard, uh, neither to hinder the heart of man, what things God hath prepared for them who love him. And Lord, you're talking about the word of God, showing us the truth, the deep meanings of the word. And God, I pray for our hearts to be open in our lives, to be focused upon living in a way, Lord, that will bring glory to your name. Thank you for my brothers and sisters. I pray for their safety, pray for their sanctification, pray God our lives will make a difference in this world. Lord, you are so good. You are so faithful. I do love you. And Lord, I love your word. Help us, Lord Jesus, to honor it. Help us to live by it in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. Actually, I'll see you on Sunday. Bye.